Hello, and welcome to the Reality Daily Podcast. We're here to wrap up Big Brother Canada 8. Unfortunately, it ended too soon due to COVID-19, uh, but that's not going to stop our podcast. Our podcast doesn't stop because of COVID-19, and I'm here with my good buddy, JB. JB, how are you? Good, Wyatt. How are you? I'm doing good. Uh, first things first, uh, how, how do you feel about Big Brother 8 being canceled? Um, oh, man, a lot of different thoughts. Um, I think ultimately... For the players that were in that, uh, you know, had a chance to win $100,000, obviously disappointed for them, um, you know, and for the people that, you know, just wanted to go through the Big Brother experience. Um, for fans, though, um, also disappointed because I think that this season, um, despite what happened before it was canceled, um, could have turned out to be something really special at the end of the day. But also because of what happened in those three and a half weeks, uh, probably a good thing that we are uh, forgetting this season and the season's going down the drain. Yeah, I, it certainly had a rough start, but you still got to feel for the players. You know, you feel for the players and you got to feel for production as well. You know, they put their heart and soul into this. It did seem like it wasn't necessarily um, the the individuals uh, that were fearful of COVID-19. It seemed a lot like the um, staff was really the, the, the big uh, trier of this. They seemed like they really uh, didn't want to be there. And with the um, the mandatory shutdown of anything that wasn't essential, uh, th there was some kind of rumors that maybe telecommunications was going to be considered to be essential it uh, doesn't seem to be the case well yeah so that ultimately is why it was canceled i think regardless of because there were rumors that you know staff were quitting because um they didn't want to you know they felt that you know staying home was more important than uh than helping work out on this uh production for big brother canada but um i think you know to me i i think that 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 ultimately was why the season was canceled. But I just think where, the direction the season was heading in, um, you know, and that that's a part of this too. This is, I don't. This is obviously a black mark on the history of Big Brother in Canada and in the North American format, um, for more reasons than one. I'm totally, you know, it would have been I think a little different if the season was in a good spot when it closed. Um, but ultimately it, it wasn't. So I think that's why I haven't necessarily been too disappointed that it ended. Um, but nonetheless, um, what is, what's done is done. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it's a tough position for everyone to be in. It, you know, it, it is sad for the players, you know, uh, they can never come back and play in an environment where people don't know them. You know, even if they do get a shot to return, it's like, you know, People already know what yeah, you're capable yeah. of, at least from what was shown yeah. in those three weeks. So it is tough. Um, but, you know, just looking uh, ahead in that crystal ball, who do you think could have won the game? Like, who were people who you were seeing as a potential winner? Yeah, it's it's tough because there was so little of a sample size and there was a lot of game left to play. They were obviously doing um, – this season was going to be an 80-something day game versus a, uh, you know, the usual – like, I guess they what they did last – the last season was – uh, 69 days so 10 weeks they were adding two weeks to the season so uh, they were really looking forward to the season I think um, I think Chris had a good chance to make it to the end and I think that Chris could have actually found a way to uh, just kind of win out um, I think he had a shot to win obviously Sheldon um, also had a chance to kind of win out um, when it comes to the girls um, I think that 
Brooke had a chance to make it very far. Uh, Angie was in a really good spot, I think. Um, and I guess for a fifth one, I think that John Luke's social game would have gotten him pretty far as well. I just think that yeah. is a potential winner, but that's kind of where we were at the season was we didn't really know uh, where the season could have headed in so many different directions. Um, but yeah, we really didn't know what was going to happen. Um, and ultimately we got to that point um, where they closed the season uh, very prematurely. Yeah, it's hard to rule too many people out, but the people that I kind of circle on this list is I think Sheldon certainly was in the power position. Could he have, you know, kept that for the entirety of the game, especially after being two HOHs in a row? I don't know, but he certainly seemed like he had the chops to potentially do that. Uh, somebody who I think John Luke was somebody who I think kind of had these, this like John party upside um, in him for sure. Um, Madeline was somebody who I felt felt was going to probably get far. I don't think a whole lot of people would target her. Would she get respect at the end? I don't necessarily know if she had that strategic gear in her, but I do think she's social enough that I could definitely see her winning yeah. anyway. And then uh, I think Suzette probably had. I, I'm a little bit bullish on her in, uh, in, in, um, in comparison to most people. I think she had enough connections. I think she potentially would have made it to the end as long as Ming Lee doesn't get power and uh, take her out. Um, so I, these are the four people who I thought had, had a really strong chance as well. Um, but moving on, uh, are we going to get BB can nine JB? Yeah. Um, I, I feel like it'd be pretty dirty for, um, for the network to kind of just say, Oh, your season got canceled midway through. Um, I'm sorry. You're no longer going to get a season, but I mean, I'm looking at the viewers they had. Um, obviously it's a smaller sample size, but their average viewers for the season, I believe was larger than, uh, big brother Canada seven. So uh, considering the fact that ratings are going up and you, you did see, so in the past, um, since season five, uh, the numbers have gone up every season in terms of average viewers. So I can't imagine that warrants cancellation. Obviously uh, the season was very disappointing uh, for reasons other than the, the eventual cancellation of the season or the discontinuation of the season. Um, but I would be shocked if, uh, this was the last we saw of Big Brother Canada. Um, in fact, I think we could actually see Big Brother Canada 9 or 8.5 or whatever we want to call it this year, 2020, um, with the amount of shows, the scripted shows that have gone also into discontinu discontinuation. Uh, Big Brother Canada is done live, obviously, so it could be a it could be an easy replacement for a show that is scripted, that is losing time due to the coronavirus to uh, to shoot their newest season. Um, and I think that um, it would be a good opportunity to give some of these people that uh, were on season eight a chance to come back, maybe an all-star season, something that um, can really bring back the excitement from Big Brother Canada that this season definitely needed. I think that you know, the past two or three seasons have been a bit underwhelming um, in terms of just overall strategy. Um, and like like the last season, Big Brother Canada 7 was very straightforward and had a pretty, you know, simple game. Um, and I use simple and, you know, as close to Big Brother as you can. Big Brother's never simple, but season seven was pretty straightforward. Um, and Big Brother Canada 6 also had, um, you know, it had its moments, but it wasn't uh, something you can compare to the early seasons of Big Brother Canada. Um, so yeah, I think that Big Brother Canada 9 is going to happen, but I do think that it needs to be some kind of um, all-star something where it will it will reinvigorate some excitement out of uh, out of viewers, out of Canadians, etc. 
Yeah, I agree with you. I, I think Big Brother Canada is going to come back. Uh, I just hope it doesn't come back at the same time as Big Brother United States, because that certainly could be postponed because of um, COVID-19 as well. well. If I'm not mistaken, I believe that um, in Canada, Big Brother US and Big Brother Canada are on the same network. So I think that it would eclipse the the times and days, because I believe they air at the same time. Uh, or relatively close to the same time uh, than the U.S. season does. So it, it really just takes that that time in their season, in the Canada season. So it depends on what Big Brother U.S. does, um, because I know that the casting departments um, for the two are the same. Uh, obviously, if you do an all-star season for Canada, um, or even an all-star season for the U.S., we might see, uh, we might see returning players for the U.S. season as well, because the casting department um for the the US season's also on hold I, I would I would imagine so um but that's that's the thing that's the reason why I think Big Brother would come back is because uh you know just it logistically it's something that you can do um as soon as quarantine ends you could you could hypothetically um start a season pretty quickly um quicker than most shows that require you know way more than just uh you know filming and editing and airing you need special effects you need you know all of this things that happen that take months uh to shoot and all that um you don't get that with a big brother canada so you know i think if um if that's the direction that i i can see that definitely is a direction that uh global uh in canada could go um but then again i'm not the one making these decisions so i i, can, I don't know Certainly. Only time is really going to tell um, with not only the COVID-19, um, but uh, just with the uh, people of Canada as a whole in terms of what creative direction they go with. Um, one thing I do want to talk about is there was a lot of, uh, as you know, a lot of uh, discrepancy on Twitter during the season. And uh, we want to get to a couple of these uh, controversial topics. The first one was Carol. Uh, mm -hmm. When the game stopped, Carol wanted to go home. And she said, hey, I want you to vote me out. A lot of people comparing and saying, was Carol quitting? Was she getting voted out? Is it better to just go ahead and quit as opposed to waste an entire week and get voted out? I'd like to hear your perspective on this. Um, so Carol should never have been in the house in the first place. Um, I think that I'm surprised that she passed psych. Um, but then again, I'm also not Carol and I've never been in the Big Brother house, so I can't necessarily speak for that. Um, but I think that Carol, as a fan of the show, thought, you know, this is going to be something that's really you know, super cool and fun. And I think she got there and she realized that a lot of the house guests were just not people that she would usually hang out with. And I think that contributed to her getting as emotionally homesick as she did. Um, and look, like, you know, I felt for Carol in the moment, but I was also like, like, you, you knew what you were signing up for, like, you know, have fun with it, just live in the moment. But also, um, it's not easy. It's easier said than done. So, um, for me, I think that, um, yeah, in, in a way, it's like uh, Metal World Peace got voted out of Big Brother, but at the end of the day, that was because he wanted to leave, and they granted him that wish. Now, the thing about Carol is, Carol was up for eviction that week that they were going to get canceled, but there was no guarantee that she was going home. Mm -hmm. So, like, like they, they could have easily flipped that vote on to Minley if they really wanted to. And I, and I, I, believe, and I, I believe, according to her on Twitter that she was not going to go home. 
that she she said she wouldn't have gone home if, if yeah she i don't know how stayed. much validity there is to that but that's what i did read on twitter yeah because the thing is like not only could they have decided you know hey you know we really need men out like we can't risk her getting power next week um we were going to do it anyway but also if carol changes her mind and i'm sure there were people in there that were trying to change her mind trying to get her to play because ultimately i think she was really well liked in that house um but if if it, all it takes is Carol to say, "Hey guys, I changed my mind. I want to stay." The whole house's vote changes that week. So, look, Carol at the end of the day will not be considered a self evictee or a quitter, um, and I don't think she should. Um, you know, I think if she did walk, then yeah. Um, and I'm sure people have always had their moments of when they wanted to leave the game, and you know, they ultimately ended up deciding to stay. I know that. Uh, I know that Mickey had times during that um we didn't see it on the feeds but uh you know if you if you did, dug up a little more uh you could see that mickey wanted to leave on several occasions um during big brother and big brother's a, sh a scary environment um it's hard to it's hard to want to be there you know not doing anything um you know we all say that you know big brother's just like quarantine but it really isn't like in quarantine like yeah i'm here and you know but i have access i have food um that's regularly coming in i you know can talk to my family if I wanted to. I had entertainment, something to keep me busy. Um, but you don't necessarily get that in the Big Brother house. So um, that it's a much different environment. Um, and I think that Carol, um, look, if Carol decided to stay, she would have, there was no way Carol was winning the game. Uh, just from that alone. She was labeled as a weak player uh, when she shown that sign of weakness. Um so ultimately, I'm glad Carol didn't leave. Um, if she left, I think it would have been, you know, another mark on the season. I also think that Nico leaving had a lot to do with uh, Carol wanting to leave as well. She's like almost like a copycat, like, oh, Nico wanted to leave. So, you know, that makes me want to leave, too. And then she saw, oh, like Jamar and Kyle were leaving. And I think that was part of the reason why she ultimately didn't end up leaving, though, which is kind of ironic because I feel like she would have been like, oh, I don't want uh, Sheldon to lose power again kind of thing. Yeah. Like, I, she didn't want to ruin the game any more than it already was with the first self-eviction and the double expulsion. Uh, and that was part of it. Um, she's like, I, I just want to be evicted like everyone else does. Uh, she didn't want to ruin the game any more than it already was. Yeah, I agree with you. A lot of people are giving her a lot of flack, which is, you know, disheartingly so. But, like, a lot of people are saying, hey, you should just quit if you wanted to quit. Well, not only do you not get your money if you quit, right? Uh, not only do you have to get voted out to get your money, which I, I assume for mm -hmm. Carol is probably, like, a benefit, right? But also, um, listen, like, the, she the didn't production... Say that on the feeds. She did say that. She's like, I'm just here so I can get a plane ticket home. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. I mean, like, uh, you get you get your what five fifty a week, and then you get like a plane ticket home out of it. So it's like, yeah, just go ahead and get voted out. Also, another thing is with with, with Kyle and, and Jamar getting ejected, which we're going to talk about that shortly, and Nico quitting. Uh, you know, their their timeline is completely off for what they want. And as you talked about earlier, this was an eight day season. This was an extended season. Why on earth would you want to, uh, you know, um, throw more like uh, like um, swords into into what the production has planned, right? You know, they're going to have multiple buybacks already. You know, they're probably going to have some type well, of reset week and, and you don't want to like cause any more like distraction to this. It is significantly better for her to have it out than to quit. Yeah. I, and I think ultimately now that you mention it, I think that 
her main motivation for staying was the money. Um, just so that she wouldn't, you know, she would have collected her check for the week and she would have gotten the plane ticket home for the week. Um, but it, at the end of the day, like, I expected there to be, like, I was surprised when Michael left that he came out so quickly. Like, I was like, oh, well, you know, they're all, like, it would have made a lot of sense for Michael to still be in sequester because, um, you know, there is there is the COVID-19, you know, it's probably not best for travel right now. Um, they need a buyback of some sort. Um, I fully expected that the buyback would would have been if the season had continued as is. The buyback would have been uh, during the jury phase, um, mm-hmm. and which would have began after that week. Uh, they would have gotten nine in the jury, and then they would have had some kind of buyback uh, during that point, which they usually do on the American version seasons. So, um, like, I was surprised. I thought Michael was definitely not going to come out to the real world as soon as he was evicted, but. Um, that was, uh, not Big Brother Canada's plans, clearly. Yeah, well, let's, um, let's move on to, I think, what is probably the most disputed topic of the season, the short season, and that is the ejections of Jamar and then Kyle. Uh, give me your perspective on, on both of those individually and then kind of how they, they combined. Um, unfortunate, and I was, uh, I was left still with many questions and I feel like when it comes to things like that you need to be as transparent as possible and you can be transparent because you are filming these people 24 7 I don't I thought the situation was not handled very well at all um I do think it was a very difficult situation for Big Brother Canada considering I don't think they had ever ejected people before was this the first time anyone had ever been like expelled or ejected from the game like, I can't yeah, remember. Yeah, I'm yeah like, this is the first time it's I've, ever happened. They haven't even had quit really before the season except for uh, Ramsey in the Brother Canada 4, which obviously that was like a medical emergency in the family. But they don't have any had people like leave the game, let alone um, be like removed. Yeah, so like they knew they needed to do something. Um, and I think ultimately, like, because especially when it's the first uh, offense of someone doing like this, you need to make a statement because what you do here will ultimately, like, set your standards for future offenses from not just these people, but future uh, people as well. And you want to, uh, I think you want to be frank uh, and you want to be fair at the same time. Now, what happened, um, I think there was no wrong or right answer. I don't think there was a wrong answer with how uh, they, with how Jamar was expelled um, and same with Kyle. Um but then again, I don't think there was a right answer either. Like, like that's the thing. Like, I feel like they, they did what they did. And, but that, the thing is, there was no right or wrong answer, but there needed to be justification for it. And there was no justification for it. Um, or not enough, I should say. It was very much like they showed, like, people knew what happened because they saw the feeds. But apparently they also said things happened outside of the feeds that, um, that, led to this decision with Jamar now that and and because that week of the feeds was very off because you didn't know what was happening like it was very strange like like there the feeds were off for you know over 24 hours between times and um there was just it was just things that didn't add up and that's what I think that's where I think BB can goes wrong because they they just weren't they weren't consistent and they weren't uh, 
they, they weren't transparent enough. And I would have been okay if they dedicated that whole episode where both of them were, were ejected to explain that because that's how long it needed. There was no need for the strategy talk before that because the season was, you know, that week was void anyway. So they could have just said, hey, uh, Jamar and Kyle were expelled. This is why. And they could have shown it. And they could have, they could have edited things out um, or they could have done that. And they could have then asked Jamar and Kyle to speak about it um, and give their side of the story um, in like separate interviews. Um, I just think that, you know, I, I have no problem with the fact that they were rejected. I just wish that they had shown it and explained their reasonings and dealt with it a, with a little more care than they did. Um, I, I agree with you in some points. I, uh, but like, I am not going to be sympathetic towards Jamar, uh, for being ejected, despite the fact that he was a fantastic character. Um, he, I don't necessarily believe, uh, the, the gun thing was that big of a deal. Uh, people do finger guns all the time. I don't even necessarily think that the physical violence stuff or the threat is like, Oh, well, you know, you won't say, say that to me outside or whatever. You know, I don't think that's a positive thing. I don't think that's something that Big Brother should, uh, you know, uh, condone. But at the same time, I don't necessarily think that's uh, that should be ejectable. Um, but I do believe when you say things like, hey, you know, you're not going to be laughing when there's like a 40 in your face or something like that under his breath. I do think at that point in time, it's like, OK, like, what are we doing here? Right. Like, uh, uh, I give him the benefit of the doubt. I think he probably should have stayed. But they definitely should have talked to him and been like, hey, like, you know, like, calm down on this. Like, like you are like, referencing a gun. I think, I think they did. I think they did. And he was not compromising. Yeah, I, I just think, think that's that ultimately leave. why. Because I think what we saw, what we saw as viewers was not worthy of an expulsion. But when Arissa mentioned, you know, things that happened on and off camera led to this decision, it makes me think that the, the straw that broke the camel's back came from a conversation with production or something that wasn't seen on the feeds. Um, but the thing is, even if it's not on the feeds... They still have footage of it, so they could have shown it. That that to me was like why, and maybe maybe it was something that wasn't suitable for television. Maybe maybe that's ultimately why um, it wasn't shown. But um, we'll 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 probably never know. Um, but I think what Jamar's expulsion it, it led to something that did not come on camera. I'm I'm okay with him not being being uh, the most transparent about Jamar's elimination because I think from what we just talked about uh, of you know Jamar saying things like hey uh, you know the forty in your face like uh, under his breath I do think it probably if they did if they were transparent as possible I do think it's more harmful not only to him but I think just individuals in the African American community as well I, I obviously don't think that Jamar was actually gonna like shoot Kyle or whatever yeah. I do think that you have to condone like language like that even if it's to himself but if you show that I do think that comes off as like um I, I do think you're gonna essentially whether you mean to or not I do think you're gonna incite a lot of racism in the fan base well yeah and, and that's and that's why because it was like oh you know the black guy got ejected first and then the white guy. If, if had, if it had been flipped, if Kyle was the one ejected first, um, then it would have been seen as something a little bit different. I think, I think it would have been portrayed a lot more differently, um, than it was. I think there'd be less sympathy for Jamar. Um, not as much sympathy for Kyle because then Kyle was painted in the villain role to begin with the season. Um, but yeah, I think, I think that was the whole thing is, is, People saw Jamar's exit as like a, an attack and saw Kyle's as more of a response to the attack. 
Yeah, I, I do think Kyle's ejection is completely BS. I, I think I think quite frankly, I think they probably caved to Twitter pressure um, because they knew they got the the, the Jamar ejection wrong, and they basically caved and ejected Kyle as well. If there was anything else that happened uh, outside of the Jamar, nothing with him arguing with Jamar, I think was ejectable. Um, and I think that if there was anything else that we missed out on, such as like some type of like sexual stuff or whatever. They really should have shown that because by not showing it, you portray him in a light as if that's like what happened, right? Because like when they when they don't give you anything, like they didn't even give you a prelude, like with the Jamar thing. At least the Jamar thing, like if you're a viewer who wasn't watching the feeds or keeping up with them, you at least can kind of like assume where that was going um, with with him and Kyle beefing. But you don't necessarily know why Kyle would have been. Kyle just happened. Like there was no warning. There was no. They were, they were told two people were expelled, but we didn't know it was actually Kyle until his name came about of Arissa's mouth. So, yeah, I think with Kyle, a lot of that also was behind the scenes. And um, to that, we'll also never know. Maybe one of these uh, BB Can uh, alum now, uh, maybe someone that's a big super fan like Brooke or um, maybe someone like Kira. Uh, could give us more um, light to the situation. Maybe Vanessa um, give well, Kyle's side story a little bit. They if can't they, if they're allowed to. They uh, can't. There probably is uh, kind of, yeah. There's yeah, they can't. Kind of they can't because Brooke did AMA, and that was obviously the first question they asked, and she said, "I cannot speak on that. It's on my contract. They made a sign an NDA." Um, so that's why I think the Kyle thing is really BS because I really do believe they really just got bullied. Uh, by the Twitter fan base into ejecting him, uh, which is fine if he did something that was uh, ejectable, but like, you, you need to call out on this. If you have something, if he did do something really wrong, such as like some type of sexual comments or, or touching or, you know, um, more uh, um, violent uh, things that maybe I didn't see on the feeds or I didn't hear about, uh, these things needed to come to light because you need to show, you need to show a president to your fan base and potential new players. This is not tolerated. Uh, this is not okay, and I think uh, even though I don't necessarily like how Survivor 39 handled their Dan Spilo situation, I do think that at least they they, they attempted to uh, you know call it out. And I think that's something that Biblical Canada should do if that was the reason why. And if it wasn't sexual and it was something that was a little bit more physical violence or maybe some derogatory comments, maybe said something that was a little bit insensitive. Uh, these are things that I think that that, that need to be say uh, need to be said. Um, but. Uh, but yeah, so um, we're going to go through one more thing. Uh, we're going to do, we like to do this around here. Uh, get it off your chest. Uh, is there anything, JB, that you can think about that you want to get off your chest about Big Brother Canada 8? John Luke to win. <laughs> John Luke to win. I was rooting for John Luke uh, as a journalist. Uh, I was rooting for him as someone who's very close to my age. I was rooting for him. Um, and I thought he played pretty well. Um, I would love to see John Luke on a future season. Um I don't think we will. Uh, I think that, like, the first person that you would cast from this season again is Min Lee. Uh, but, and she's actually probably the only person. Her and Maddie are probably the only people I would consider recasting um, if, if we were doing a new season. I actually think they may cast her more again. I mean, I, I would love, and look, oh yeah, here's another thing I'll get off my chest. Jamar is a top three Big Brother character of all time. Uh, it's certainly quite a statement, especially how um, how like short he lasted in that. Um, I I probably he, disagree. He had everything you wanted. He had a catchphrase. He was likable. He was a bad catchphrase. Oh, he had showman. Yeah, 
It was a great catchphrase. What are you talking about? You feel me? No, it was, you feel me? It's like, I say you feel me, but it's not original. Well, but that thing is, it didn't need to be original. And like, he was being himself. Like, he wasn't trying. Like, I mean, look, he, was he trying to like, maybe, uh, I don't know. What's the right word for it? Um, stretch his character out a little bit more? Yes. With that catchphrase. But people do that all the time. And he was representing... Not like him, but he was representing like that's how people in Toronto are. Like, like that. Like, there's a good group of people that are exactly like Jamar, probably all his friends. Like that, that talk just like that. And he was representing those people. And I think that it was a shame. Like uh, to me, it's like Jamar and Ika and like Jamar and Ika and Glitter Gary are probably like, the top three characters from You're Big right. Brother Canada. Listen. Ika, definitely. Gary, potentially. But, like, Jamar better than Sabrina. Jamar better than, than, than Tala. Uh, yes, Jamar saw, better than... We saw 17 days out of Jamar. If Jamar saw, better than Godfrey. Jamar better than Poppin' Paul Jackson. Like, get out of here. 17 days out of Jamar is what we got. If we got a full season of Jamar... Jamar well, we didn't. Well, we didn't. That's the thing. We didn't. So, we don't know. He might have got real stale on day 18. I don't think he would have. I don't think he would have. Listen, yeah, I, I put Poppin Paul, Paul Jackson against Jamar as the best pre-jury Jamar character. Jamar Finley is a top three showmance, too. Uh, Their dynamic was incredible. It I mean, was, it depends, it on, so it depends on what your what your definition of like a showmance, like a successful showmance is. If uh, we're talking about a like, successful showmance is people that are romantically involved that are benefiting it for their game. And they were they checked off both of those boxes. They literally they, didn't benefit their game. It literally put a bigger target on them. <laughs> but, they were it was part of the game. It, it, I mean, that's your definition, right? And like they didn't meet your definition. Like uh okay, like Emmett well, Emmett and, and Jillian better. Edda, John, if you want to consider them, they're better. K K Kayla and Derek better. Uh better, I, game, know, better gamers, better gamers. But when I say benefit the game, I meant the game as a whole, not necessarily their gameplay, but in in the game, in the scheme of the game, it was they were their relationship was a story in the game, and it, and it was important to the game because it did put a target on their back, um, and but they were trying to be really secret about it. I don't know if people. I don't know if they recognized how close they the two of them were, but just the way they played it, the dynamic that they had, um, it's something that other showmances don't have, and it's why I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah. Like they were being secretive about it. A secret but, showmance. The, you don't see those. But everyone knew they were a showmance. <laughs> they tried to hide it and failed. They did. He literally stuck up for her in like uh, in like her house meeting. Like and there was no you were you were absolutely cracked if you think that anybody in the house did not expect them to be together. Mm -hmm. um, for what I'm gonna get off my chest is uh, a big f you to uh, Aaron Brockovich, the head producer. Uh, you know you're gonna cancel Aaron the season. Brock. Whatever. I I hate her, so I don't really care what her <laughs> name is. Listen. Listen, you know that they're going to cancel the season, so you tell the cast that you're going to cancel it, and then you say, hey, your airplane's here tomorrow. Listen, as an executive producer, 
It is your duty. It is your job to try your best to finish out the season. You should have, even if you were the only person in that house on that production crew, which might have been the case, to be quite frank, uh, you should have set up some minute-to-win-it uh, org-based challenges, and you should have had them play out that entire game right then and there. I, I disagree, as insensitive as this may make me seem, I disagree with the, the winnings being donated to COVID-19. It should have been divided between the people that played the game as bad as COVID-19 is these people took you know as Angie said that she gave up a career to play this game it's disgusting that they didn't get any slice of the money and the way that I would have done it is I would have divided the $100,000 divided out 12 ways I would have had them play the game um, uh, in, in fast forward S style and the winner of that gets the trip from Expedia and they get the $10,000 to whatever that brand of food was so Aaron Brockovich <laughs> For having a day's notice and not being able to fulfill, uh, just imagine how good these last couple of episodes could have been if they actually like went through with what they were supposed to go through. Um, so, Aaron Brockovich, you are forever on my shit list, and I hate I'm you. sure that I'm sure that they discussed the idea of continuing the season in a in a shortened format. Um, but the, I don't know if they would have had the airtime to do that, um, or because. Uh, they wouldn't have had the the manpower um, to be able to do that um, and to I cut disagree. all the episodes down. I disagree. They had a full episode, a full last episode of literally just people saying goodbye. You you show these challenges. They're okay, very simple. But, They're just like, hey, throw, throw a ping pong buck in this cup. Wide. They could have the game. They could have played the game, and it would have taken a day. They could have played like a. Like, almost like an org. Like, they would have played, or like one of those, like, college survivors that they do in a weekend. Like, they would have, like, every every competition would have been, like, an hour long or something like that. Um, they would have had to, like, prep all these competitions and stuff like that. Um, probably not do any, probably a lot of them would just be, like, trivia-based. But um, you, you have things to do, but... Um, but, I mean, and you could, you could incorporate, like, some triple evictions and all that, but... They just didn't have the, the time to do it. I, I disagree. I think in one day I could have easily have done that. I don't think it's easy it wasn't, to just it say. Wasn't that. Like you can't you can't put ten rounds of a game into one episode. I, I don't necessarily think that you have to show confessionals or like strategy, but I definitely think that you sit there. And to be fair, they had two episodes really, but like because I didn't have to show that POV that was on the Wednesday beforehand because the, the game was going to get canned anyway. So I think what you do is you you have these challenges, you show them they're like a minute. It's just like hey, who who can like uh you know throw this ping pong ball into a cup first or some BS like that, and then you just show the voting. I don't think you necessarily show a lot of strategies. You do instant, you do triple. You owe it to the fans if you know for a fact that they're the this is going to end in a day. You owe it to these fans, knowing for a fact these people are never going to be able to play Big Brother again, most likely. And even if they do, they're going to have their secrets exposed. You owe it uh, to, to not only the fans, but the players to finish out that season to see what could have been. Um, and in my opinion, Erin uh, Brockovich is awful. She could have been a one-person team, and they could have made this happen. I guarantee you I could have done this. You know you know, they're safe. You know, They don't have any ex, you know, uh, exposure to the COVID-19 virus. So um, I, I'm sure that uh, uh, there, there's no fear when it comes to that. I just think Aaron Brockovich is awful uh, for not uh, setting this out in some type of fast-forward motion. When you give a day, it's not like, hey, the season's over. Get on the plane. It's like, hey, your plane's here tomorrow. That, that to yeah. me is silly. Mm. You had a whole episode of goodbyes. But anyway, I'm, I'm worked up, as you can tell. <laughs> but uh, overall, Big Brother Canada 8, uh, 
good season, I think. I, I think it had a potential for sure uh, to be really good. You know, obviously, uh, unfortunate with the ejections and the quits. Um, but uh, it, it really is a shame for these, these people that got to play. Um, but we thank you uh, for listening to us, JB. Thank you for joining me as always, buddy. And uh, please come back and listen to Reality Daily. Bye.